guys, welcome back to Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. We're back after a one-week hiatus. Hi, Ada's. <laughs> that was dumb, sorry. <laughs> I hope you guys didn't miss us too much. I hope that your Taco Tuesday was still the same, even though there was a void in your lives. <laughs> <laughs> I've been gone for too long, now it's time to bring it back. We just want to apologize for not um, putting out an episode last week, but we just didn't really feel like we were in the right place. And we didn't want to bring <laughs> We were anything. in the upside down, if you will. <laughs> we didn't want to give you any half-assed content. A wise man named Ron Swanson once said, Don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. <laughs> Parks and Recreation fans, that one was for you. <laughs> we have a lot of prepared content for you, and we've just been kind of brainstorming and just we can make you laugh and scare you and creep you out and mm, annoy you (laughs) (laughs) somewhere in between I just feel like when you say prepared content it feels like we're like in an office like doing all this (laughs) research and I'm like sitting on my bed with my ipad googling stuff and our podcasts are pretty much like you and I just talking stupid ass nonsense over and over (laughs) again but thank you guys so much for liking our nonsense we get so much love and it's it's so appreciated yes thank you so much we're almost to 500 downloads and that is mind-blowing if y'all would have seen jane's face i hadn't told her that yet but we're like halfway there guys oh my gosh we're like halfway to a thousand and then that will make us like micro podcasters i know so right now we're like to us Oh my, like, we don't know y'all anymore, okay? If y'all see us in the street, do not call me by my real name. It is Jane to you now. <laughs> it is very appreciated, and I will read it the source before next week's episode. Liz is looking at me blankly because I don't think she can think of what a thesaurus is, but once again, the if the school, public school system failed you, and this will be a recurring theme in our podcast if you listen to every single one of our podcasts, we talk about how the public school system failed us. Now... For those of you that don't know what a thesaurus is, it is not a dinosaur. It is a book with and full of antonyms. And if you don't know what an antonym is, antonyms are uh, the opposite word opposite. So like an antonym to a taco is a tail. (laughs) So is it like the antichrist? Since it's the opposite of the good Christ, it's the bad Christ. Okay, I'll just drink my wine. I don't know. I don't know. Are, are jokes flopping, guys? Let's get some feedback. If you're in your car, can you can you signal to the left if we're doing good and signal <laughs> to the right if we're not? And if you live in Houston, we know you don't signal at all, so... <laughs> For those of you that follow us on Instagram, I hope you guys have been um, enjoying our countdown to today's episode, which is Ghosts Caught on Camera. Ghosts Caught on Camera. For today's um, episode for Ghosts Caught on Camera. Wait. And so since we're just really being entrepreneurs <laughs> with podcasting Content creators and whatnot, um, my co-host Jane has now oh. launched her own um, plus-size blog. What? Big hoes uh, in the building. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, so it's something that I've really been wanting to do for a long time, like even before a podcast edit that out 
but I get asked a lot like where do I get my clothes and and it is a lot harder to find you know like stylish plus size clothing so I just wanted to share with all the big girls out there um, where I get my stuff and a little bit of inspiration for y'all so if y'all want to follow that it is Jane Necessary it's J-A-N-E-S-S-A-S-A-R-Y because it's Jane Necessary the most necessary and that's on Instagram. Okay, thank you. Bye. So go and follow and comment and like and get some inspiration. And really just inspiration for everybody if you want to look good, <laughs> whoever you are. Because if you can't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? amen? I don't know if anybody out there watches like RuPaul's Drag Race, but that's where I got that from. And oh, I saw that. So uh, inspirational. I saw that. I didn't watch the Emmys, but I saw that the show won. Yes. If y'all know me in real life, y'all know that I love, I have an affinity for drag queens. I think that it's magic and art all wrapped into one. And being a content creator of 2018, <laughs> I just really appreciate the effort that people, you know, go, the effort that people make um, to entertain other people because while we make it look easy <laughs> podcasts are a lot of work and yes. <laughs> um and so yeah so if you know any content creators like give them some love if your friends are content creators like give them some love also because it, it's a lot of work and if you're thinking about creating content do it mm -hmm. you know who I'm talking to so just do it yeah um, do it I mean I thought I was listening to podcasts and I just thought like this is something that I can do I, I'm I'm kind of funny and like we're kind of funny when we get together. So. I'm kind of funny and my sister's really funny, so we can do this. So today we're drinking some layer cake wow, wine. She really just cut me off. Um, love let's love go ahead and drop some names and we can get some sponsors. So today we're <laughs> drinking layer cake. I'm drinking uh, Malbec and Jane is drinking a Cabernet Sauvignon. So classy. Um, okay, but without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the stories. Yeah. So, as you guys have seen on our Instagram, we kind of led you into um, our theme for the week, which is ghosts caught on camera. Oh, uh, by the way, that picture that you shared. Yeah. So, so it's Friday, so we still have a few more days of ghost pictures. But so far, the freaking scariest picture was that picture of the family with that half ghost thing upside down. I couldn't even, like, I don't know. Oh, my God. I couldn't even look at it. <laughs> the very first time I saw that picture, I was so creeped out, and I was alone in the office. Uh, for those of you that do know me in real life, like, I work in an office by myself. Um, and I got, like, the biggest heebie-jeebies, and I crossed my legs because I was scared, and... I was like, oh my gosh, I need to, I need something to distract me, so I started texting my mom. That's very creepy. It's very scary, and so the story with behind that is that it's been, like, quote-unquote debunked. Um, people say that you can see, like, some editing, some regraining, like, I don't know, all these photo terms that I don't know. But nobody can confirm for sure where the picture came from. So if you ask me, if you can't confirm where that picture came from... Then it's for real. Oh no. Yeah. It was, yes. It's so it's creepy. so creepy. Yeah. Yeah, it's was, it was very creepy. And then more so because it looks like maybe like the 50s or 60s and it's super, super creepy time anyway. I think just like black and white is creepy because it leaves a lot to the imagination. <clears throat> right. So right. that's, that's scary. Yes. Okay. So I'll go ahead and go first and tell you my story. So one of my favorite things since the inception of the internet, 
is uh, to Google scary pictures, like real pictures of ghosts, ghosts that have been caught on film, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And this is one picture that has always come up and has always fascinated me. Okay. Um, and it is of the brown lady of Raynham Hall. Okay. Did you bring a picture to show? Um, I didn't, but I do see that you have your iPad handy, so I will. Uh, for be... those of you that listen to our podcast, you know she's always trying to reach for <laughs> my iPad. It's the community iPad. It's really not. <laughs> The podcast um, iPad. I did put a password on it since last time, so let me just enter my secret code. Oh, okay. Lots of stuff has happened since last time, I guess. <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> okay, let me look it up so I can show you. Right quick. Um, Wait, is this something that you're just gonna discuss? I should yeah, open a new I'll, tab. Yeah, a new tab. Uh, for those of you who can, please visit our Patreon page and give us a little donation so this bitch can buy her own iPad. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I thought you were my sister. <laughs> But that Patreon page is tacos and tails. (laughs) Okay, so let me set that up again. So this is the brown lady of Raynham Hall. Are you ready to see the picture? Yes. Oh my, oh oh my gosh, I have goose bumps. Isn't that scary? That is very scary. That's like one of my favorite pictures of of a ghost. That's really scary. Okay, so legend says... That the brown lady is Dorothy Townsend, um, who was sister of the very first official prime minister of England, Robert Walpole. So not only do you get hilarity and scary stories, you also get a history lesson with our podcast. Yes, welcome. (laughs) Um, So she was the second wife of Charles Townsend, a man who was known for having a pretty bad temper. Apparently, he found out that Dorothy was cheating on him with some dude named Lord Wharton. And so as punishment, he decided to lock her in one of the rooms in their home at Raynham Hall. Um, a woman named Mary Wortley Montague, there's a name, alleged that she had actually been entrapped by Lady Wharton, who was the wife of the other Wharton guy, um, by inviting her over for a few days and then ultimately just locking her away. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hashtag petty. So during her time in the room, it is said that she wasn't allowed to see her seven children. Um, little else is known. It is... She was 40 when she died. The official records uh, say that she died in 1726 of smallpox. Um, But there's a lot of speculation surrounding her death. A lot of people think that she may have been pushed down the stairs. What the hell? Or that she committed suicide. So she either died a very itchy death. Itchy? Are smallpox the same as chickenpox? Just smaller? <laughs> I think they're just like red dots or something. Oh. I think it's like a, you get a fever and then you get like red dots. I have no idea. If you know what's small, <laughs> please leave it in the comments below. Please go to our Facebook page, Tacos and Tales Podcast. Because what I want to tr- start doing is kind of starting an episode discussion thread once we get some more followers. Oh yeah, that'd be cute since a lot of y'all like to... Like, send a text with feedback, but we need that interaction on our pages. <laughs> okay, so the first sighting happened in 1835. 
Lucia Stone was one of the guests at a Christmas party. Her and two other guests reported, reported seeing a woman in a dated brown dress with sunken black eyes and a glowing face. Um, upon hearing this, the next morning, half of the staff had gone. So they just peaced out and were like, uh, <laughs> nope. yeah, not going to do it. <laughs> from me. Can you imagine how scared they must have been, though? Because I think back in those days, like a house position was like one of the most coveted positions right. to have. So they must have been really scared to just like leave. To leave their post. The next reported sighting wasn't until... Um, I wrote 1986, but that I don't think that's correct. I feel like it's 1886. Um, by Captain Frederick Marriott. Um, it didn't really have any details, it just said that he saw her. Um, and then she wasn't seen again until 1926, and that's when the lady of the house and her sons saw the brown lady. Then, in sep on September 19th, 1936... So this is a hundred years after the initial sighting at that Christmas party. Captain Hubert Provond, a photographer with Country Life magazine, and his assistant, Shiva, super cool name, Shiva, said uh, after taking one picture of the main hall and setting up for a second, they looked up and saw a vapory form gradually assuming the appearance of a woman. Thing. moving downstairs oh my gosh can you imagine that's when they snap the pic and uh thus you have the famous brown lady pic which everybody hopefully everybody's looking at as you're listening to the podcast um their account of the pic debuted in december of 1936 in country life magazine so they put they featured a picture of a ghost in mm -hmm. the magazine mm -hmm. And, like, their story about how they saw it and what they saw and stuff. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? It's very interesting. But then the skeptics came out. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say. What the haters. The skeptics, a.k.a. haters. <laughs> <laughs> um, saying that there was evidence of tampering. Um, that it could be accidental double exposure. Some say that they could have achieved the effect with uh, smudged grease. On the lens, which, what? <laughs> I mean, yes, but, like, why would they concoct the story? I don't know. I feel like when people say that ghost stories are made up, like, what would be the end game of making up a ghost story? Right. Does that make sense, friends? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One man, or one person, said that he believed that it was just, like, an image of the Virgin Mary, like, put over a negative and, like, manipulated just because the shape of it is kind of, like, Virgin Mary-like, which I can see that. However, I will not believe it. I believe that it's a real picture of the brown lady of Random Hall. I think so, too, because you have to think that photography was so, like, um, primitive back then. Mm hmm Was it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that is my story. I hope you guys were kind of creeped out. And um happy to have been able to share it with you. Like I said, it's been always been one of my favorite ghost pictures ever since I've been Googling weird things on Google. Well, Very. has always been Google. What did we say before Google? I, I used been, to search. Search. Search the web. <laughs> I used to AOL search. <laughs> surf the web. I don't think people say surf the web anymore. My coworkers do, but they're old. Oh. But they listen to our podcast. <clears throat> hey, friends! Hey!
Well, oh. thank you for sharing that story. That was pretty creepy. You're welcome. Very interesting. I feel like staircases kind of take on like a little bit of a creepy mm-hmm. element too. Like they lead up to the unknown. Mm. Like you never know what's upstairs. For sure. You never know what's downstairs. I don't know how I would know. I live in a one-story house, but regardless. I think we can take this moment to go for a taco break. Too much? Give us some (laughs) feedback in the comments. (laughs) So today before the recordings... Wow! <laughs> I'll just let you finish Sorry. pouring that wine break. <laughs> I was just trying to get a good aeration. I'm gonna leave that in there. Wine break. <laughs> so today we had some tacos al pastor. Tacos al pastor. That's it. Oh my god. Sorry, guys. We're so annoying. <laughs> Tacos and tails. Vino. Um, so, what Tacos al Pastor is. Um, I actually learned because I didn't really know what it was. Like, I knew how to cook it. <laughs> I didn't know what it was while well, she had a mouthful of meat. <laughs> what am I even eating? <laughs> but I didn't know the history of it. And so I'm going to share the history of tacos al pastor with you. So al pastor is uh, based on shawarma. Uh, uh-huh. Which is spit grilled meat that was brought to Mexico. By Lebanese immigrants really? in the late 19th century. Isn't that fascinating? Very interesting. I didn't know that the Me Lebanese uh, like ventured to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, so pork meat slices are marinated in spices, dried chilies, pineapple, and then stacked on top of each other to form a meat cone. Or a doner kebab, as known in the Middle East. Insert little Middle Eastern music. Can we figure out how to do that? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) No, that's more like Indian. And so it spins, uh, and as it spins, it cooks. And as that like meat is cooking, they cut it off and they put it in your tortilla. And I'll put a picture on Instagram so you guys can get an idea of what I'm talking about. For those of you who already know what I'm talking about. Okay. It's the bomb.com. Yeah. And so that technique of donor kebab, and I don't know if I'm saying it right, was actually invented in Turkey in the 19th century. So that, like, um, pastor cone, meat cone that we... Are so familiar with in our Hispanic culture mm-hmm. was actually made it's literally in from. Middle I always East. wondered about that. Yeah, it's um so like in northern Mexico, it's called trompo, like tacos de trompo. You know mm-hmm. how we've we've had that. 
Um, yeah, so I've always wondered why, like, some places it's called pastor, but some places it's called trompo, and basically it's the same thing, it's the meat cone. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is. In northern Mexico, it's called... Go for a good meat cone. <laughs> in northern Mexico, it's called trompo, and in, like, the lower Mexican region, it's called al pastor. Um... There's also a similar dish in Pueblo, Mexico, that's called tacos árabes. That's very interesting. Or Arab tacos, right? For our non-speaking, non-Spanish-speaking friends, <laughs> we are inclusive. You, if you're non-speaking, that's okay too, friends. Yes, as long as you eat some tacos. Yeah, so that dish was made in the 1930s, a little bit later than the pastor um, tacos, but. It's that one is actually not eaten with tortillas. It's eaten with like a pita style bread. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, that sounds really delicious. But I thought that was super interesting how like this kind of meat is was introduced by the Middle East to Mexico, which I didn't like like you said I didn't know that the Middle East immigrated emigrated? Yeah, emigrated, uh-huh. Uh, to Mexico. That's very yeah, I wanna, I, I'll have to do some more research on that. Yeah, I want to too because I I literally have had never heard that at all, and that's very fascinating. But yeah, but that's where al pastor came from. So, people who know what al pastor is, did you guys know that or? It's literally what? an Arabic dish. But that's what we had today, and we obviously didn't marinate it ourselves. We um. Here in the great state of Texas, <laughs> we have meat markets that marinate our meat for us. So good. And uh, we, we got it already marinated, cooked it up, put it in a tortilla, and um, I'm going <laughs> to include the picture that I took of the Holy Trinity of Tacos, which I just made that a today trademark me, which is cebolla, cilantro, and salsa, onion, cilantro, and salsa, and I feel like that's the Holy Trinity of tacos and that's it so you learned something new go try some tacos not sure where our listeners are located but hopefully you can try some um oh wait i know al pastor tacos uh if you're listening to to us from abroad because i did see that we got some european downloads hey hello hello I saw that we got some downloads in the United Kingdom. Hey guys! <laughs> and we also have some downloads in Sweden. Oh my hey gosh, guys! Hello. It's funny that we do have. Um, oh, and also Canada. Hi Canada. <gasps> Hi Canada. Um, it's funny that we have okay. some listeners in in yeah. Sweden, because one of the f- taco fun facts that I wanted to share with you guys is that in Sweden. Taco Friday or Taco Fridag has actually become a thing. Like here we celebrate Taco Tuesday, but in Sweden they actually, but in Sweden they actually celebrate tacos on Friday. All right. Yeah, and it's a whole thing. It's called Taco Fridag, and I thought that was so appropriate because today is Friday, and we had tacos. So basically, what they do in Sweden is. 
I guess like they already had a tradition of where Fridays was like friend night and like they hang out and then they drink and they play games. But now they've incorporated tacos. Very interesting. Yeah. I guess alliteration was lost on them. (laughs) Smart people joke. Sorry if you didn't get it. (laughs) Maybe the next one. (laughs) And so the this whole taco for dog thing is so popular that even the Swedish church tweeted a picture of Jesus (laughs) (laughs) talking about wanting tacos. I mean... Hey, Sweden. I like it. I like it all around. Thank you so much for your support. Hello. And that concludes our taco break. Taco Taco break. break. Okay, sis, are you ready to tell us your story? I'm ready. (laughs) Hashtag sis. So, my story is actually um, about a Houston man, H-Town, hold it down, uh, who caught a ghost on film on his trip in Colorado. So, um... What was his name? I don't want to say names because we're trying to protect the innocent here. Oh, okay, cool. But I do have his name. His name was... (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Um, so he was on vacation in Colorado, and it just so happened to be at the Stanley Hotel. (gasps) And for those of you who don't know, the Stanley Hotel is a massive hotel in the Colorado Rockies that served as the inspiration for the Stephen King thriller, The Shining. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so this particular hotel was built in the 1800s, um, by a patient of tuberculosis who found that the fresh air was really good for him and did him right, um, because at the time that was the only prescription for tuberculosis was kind of just like fresh air and a rigorous diet. Like, what does that even mean? (laughs) Um, I wish somebody would tell me, like, for your asthma, just get fresh air and a rigorous diet. Like, I breathe and eat all the time, so I don't, I need more than that, I was gonna say, you have the rigorous diet. (laughs) Very rude. So, um, back to the hotel. So, the hotel opened in 1909, and it was located, nestled in the Rocky Mountains that were, um, not really developed at the time. I guess they still aren't. I don't know, from the south, yeah, I don't know. Wait, side thought? The other um, day I was looking on online and it said, hey, podcasts from the south, and like, drop your name. And then I was torn. Is Houston considered the south? Hmm. We'll discuss this on a later episode, but... Which town, hold it down. Are Houston followers? I think Houston is its own entity. Like, we're not really... Like, the down-home Southerners, like, really country, and we're not really, like, metropolitan. We're kind of just, like, in the middle. Like, we're our own people. I think Texas is just the Lone Star State. Like, we're nothing. We're n- No, but we, Houston We don't associate with the rest of the USA, so... <laughs> no, 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 but Houston is, like, a state within a state. Do you know? Mm. I said we are going to discuss at this point. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, so back to the Stanley Hotel. It served as the inspiration for the Overlook Hotel in the Stephen King thriller, The Shining. 
<laughs> so when the hotel was built, it was not equipped with AC um, or central heating. So it That's would... a horror story in itself. I know. <gasps> well, not in the Rocky Mountains. Um, yes, just yes, down yes, here yes, in the yes, heat. Yes, yes, yes. So the hotel would close every winter because it was not, you know, it didn't have the capability to heat. Um, so imagine a massive 142-room hotel deserted in the dead of winter. It's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the story is that Mr. Stephen King was uh, riding in the Arendaks, Adirondacks, whatever, in the Rocky Mountains with his wife, and it got dark. They happened upon this hotel, and they decided to check in for the night. Well, it just so happened that this was the last night before closing, uh, for the winter closing in oh in 1974. Mm -hmm. And so they decided to stay the night. They were the only guests. <gasps> they were served uh, dinner in a lone ballroom, in an empty ballroom. And after dinner, Mr. King wandered the empty halls. <gasps> so there are no stories or no reports of Mr. King uh, running into any supernatural phenomenons or any supernatural um no no twin little girls in the hallway not that he has reported uh but something something in him something got into him because he says that when he was asleep that he dreamt that he said that when he was asleep he dreamt his son uh running down the empty halls being chased by a fire hose what the crap? That the fire hose had come to life and that it was chasing his son. He was looking over his shoulder with a terrified face. And I guess I can see that because uh, Stephen King is kind of known for like that weirder horror. Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely see that. But I mean, I definitely feel, definitely feel for him. If my dreams were made into horror films... It'd be scary, but... Same. We're not going to get... Th we're not going to go there. Um, yeah. So he woke up with a start. He woke up distressed, covered in sweat. He almost fell out of bed because he was just so distressed at this nightmare that he had had. And he said that by the time that he finished smoking his cigarette, he already had the bones of The Shining down. So he wow. already knew what he was going to write. He later said that he feels like God put him in that place um, to really develop that story because beforehand... He had been in kind of like a writer's uh, blog and didn't really have any ideas. Yeah. So that's kind of the little backstory of the Stanley Hotel um, built by someone who was ill. It kind of changed hands a couple of times. And um, yeah, and so notably, Mr. King stayed there and, you know, wrote this masterpiece. Hmm. I've seen Stephen King. Uh-huh. I love... <laughs> If you want to sponsor us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, definitely a masterpiece. I haven't read the book. I have seen the movie. I would love to read the book because the book is always better than the movie.com. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Yeah, for sure. Um, so so um, upon doing some more reading beside, you know, like a Google search, I also found that um, the Stanley Hotel had a little bit of a history with hauntings. Mm. Um, it was reported by several guests in different rooms that um, their clothes would be mysteriously unpacked, items would be 
you know, moved from their rooms. And in 1911, a housekeeper, Miss Elizabeth Wilson, was actually electrocuted during a lightning oh, storm. And she just so happened to be in room 217. Mm. So if you know The Shining, you know that uh, room 217 is where all the paranormal activity stemmed from. And it said that because um, she was electrocuted there, that's where all the... It was kind of like a hotbed for all of the paranormal activity. So, um, can you just imagine, like, walking by there and the energy that emanated mm -hmm. from that room? I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, paranormal activity. Not the movie. But it is said that um, energy kind of manifests itself into whatever the entity is. So it's definitely super, super creepy and interesting mm -hmm. so yeah so going back to present day um there's a gentleman from houston h-town hold it down mm -hmm. who was visiting with his family and decided to take a picture of the lobby and the grand staircase um and he said that when he developed his photo he caught a image of a woman in the corner at the top of the stairs. Wow. Is this the picture that I can see? Oh, no, she didn't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, actually, I wasn't able to find the picture. Oh, yes, I was. So, um, so she appears to be wearing a gown, and she's standing at the top of the stairs, um, in this <gasps> gentleman's picture. Oh, it's my God. It's pretty clear, very scary. Um, definitely, whenever I... Um, that is, oh my god. Yes. Isn't that scary? What the crap. I know. So imagine, you know, just walking up the stairs and there's a woman waiting for you in, you know, period clothing. That's very scary. Period clothing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds gross. That does But, gross. um, but yeah, but since he's from Houston, I 100% believe him because we don't lie about stuff Yeah, like we that. really don't. <laughs> Um, so I just felt like that was very scary, and it is a ghost caught on camera. Oh my gosh. Dun, dun, but like, dun. like, towards the top, it kind of looks like a white collar, and I wonder if it's the maid, because you know how maids, they have, like, oh, the yeah, white... Oh yeah, they have kind of like a uniform. Oh, that's very so, scary. So, yeah. That so. is very scary. Um, the picture will be posted on our Instagram for Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Brace um, yourselves, because it's very creepy. Brace yourselves. Uh, hopefully you get as creeped out as I did. Something had to have been there to put the story of The Shining into Mr. King's head. You just can't deny it. Like, people don't. Yeah. Where are you going to pull that from? Yeah. That was a really good story. And I will say that I have heard several podcasts cover The Stanley Hotel. And I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about... Uh, Stephen King's experience. Thank you. Um, thank you. Due to my super awesome detective skills, I did a little bit uh, of a deeper search than just a Google search. I kind of feel like um, the Google searches are kind of a cop out. Even though we do a lot of Google, but um, I've found a lot of books and stuff. The library is your friend. Support your local libraries. Goodbye. Yeah. No, that was really cool. Thank I like that a lot. I like that it was a story because I do notice like I love podcasts and stuff but I do notice that a lot of 
a lot of us cover the same stories because obviously they're very interesting stories and everybody can take their own spin on it. So I think it just, if you're going to cover a story that other podcasts have covered, just find different details. Yeah, and I think that's Um, definitely something that you did because like I said, I've heard maybe four podcasts cover the Stanley Hotel and um, I had never heard the story. Cool. Very good. Uh, so proud of you. <laughs> um, so we're three bottles in for wine. No. Um, the the other two Tacos and Tails plus wine. If you can think of a cool little name, let us know. Yeah. Because we might need a different uh, tagline than a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiasts. Plus wine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's our story. Um, being the empath that I am, I kind of feel for that spirit. Wh- whoever or whatever it may be, I just kind of like, just move on, friend. This world is not for you. Yeah. I don't know. Scary. I just, like I said, I'm. if you listen to our other podcasts, that's kind of the take that I have on ghosts. Like, I would just love to help them move on so if you saw a ghost do you feel like you would be like how can i help you speak to me or would you just be <laughs> no like, make no mistake i'd be scared out of my mind <laughs> but i feel like i would try to overcome and be like friend <laughs> are you alright? <laughs> so um so yeah so let us know in the comments what you would do if you ever ran across a ghost yeah. Ghosts. Um, whether it be a child ghost, an adult ghost, just let us know. I mean, I feel like that energy is definitely out there and people have the privilege of running into ghosts all the time, whether they like to admit it or not. But um, yeah, yeah, let us know. And share with us on Facebook your favorite. She's really trying to push Facebook, guys. Well, because I just feel like that's Facebook is so over. Some place where everybody can come together and like talk. Um, so share with us on Facebook, like, your favorite, if you have a favorite ghost caught on camera, and if we haven't posted on Instagram, because we still have four days of ghosts. Saturday, Sunday. So maybe we'll cover the ghost that you, your favorite ghost, but if not, share it with us so we can share the scare. (gasps) And I (laughs) hashtag share the scare. You heard it here first. (laughs) Alright guys, so um, tune in next week for our inaugural October episodes. We all know that October is the spookiest time of year. And we are definitely going... Alright, that's enough. Um, We're definitely going to act accordingly and try to bring you some stories of different (laughs) Halloween traditions or Halloween stories from around the world, whether it be Halloween or All All Hallows Eve, Dia de los Muertos, it's not the same thing, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about different um, festivals of kind of the same little genre. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you are from a different area of the world and you want to share with us, please let us know. Uh, That would be very cool to find out. Um, To find out. Very cool to learn about. Um, Yeah. And let's just, let's let's learn together, guys. Yes. So October will be all about Halloween. Halloween folklore. Everything having to do with Halloween. Because, honestly, that's like the best time. 
We're we're the entering most the most wonderful time, time of the year right now. Of the yeah. <laughs> It's like the screamo version is for Halloween. Yeah, and um, if you and your family have a weird or quirky Halloween tradition, share it with us. We'd love to learn and we'd love to know what you guys do for the holiday. Yep, and if y'all have any like awesome Halloween parties that y'all are throwing, also tag us at Tacos and Tales Podcast on Instagram and we gonna, we gonna roll through. I'm gonna dress be dressed as a bumblebee because I really don't like to dress up, but I'm gonna come through. I'm gonna slide through. I like to stick to the classics, either a vampire or a witch. I know we mentioned it earlier, but we do have a Patreon page, guys. If y'all wanna um, donate anything, we do. It is a little bit costly to uh, produce these episodes, uh, but we're really happy to do it if y'all are listening. But if you can. Then, and you want, please visit our Patreon page at Tacos, the letter N, Tales Podcast. And just give anything, 50 cents a dollar, like anything helps. If you don't have it, please share with your friends, your family members, anybody who has a long commute and is tired of Top 40 Radio. Um, just, you know, give them something new to listen to. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. And Stitcher, and yeah, or if you want, let us know, and we'll just talk your ear off or whatever you're doing. Yeah, and don't forget to follow us also on Instagram at tacos, the letter N, tails, podcast. Um, I'm, we are now on uh, Twitter, which honestly, guys, I don't know how to use Twitter. So if anybody can help me on how to use Twitter, then I would like greatly appreciate it. Um, but we are Tacos, the letter N, Tales, on Twitter. We are on Facebook, Tacos, the letter N, Tales, Podcast. And, um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to us. Again, we're so sorry that we failed you guys last week. Uh, we had a lot of people reach out like, um, hello, where's the episode? Um, we know that the... We know that the algorithm kind of pushes our posts down or whatever, so a lot of y'all didn't see that there wasn't going to be an episode, but um, yeah, but thank you guys for reaching out. That was so sweet. A lot of people were like, hello, where's the episode at? And I was like, um, did you not see Instagram? Uh-huh. <laughs> so be sure to follow, um, turn post notifications on or whatever you need to do so that you can see our posts. We do put a lot of time and effort into them, like we said earlier in the episode, so that just shows a little bit um, how much we appreciate y'all's support and how y'all take time to reach out and be like, hey, what the hell, where's the episode? I mean, that's <laughs> okay. if that's how you feel, then, you know, just say what you want to say. But support us, whatever. It's really cool. Yes, we love you all. And thank you, USA, United Kingdom, Sweden, and Canada. Yes! Let's get a, I don't know, let's get a Central America, Mexico. Yeah. Uh, some Latinos, like, let's, ooh, ooh. Celebrate, um, brown on brown, all that. It was um, Hispanic Heritage Month. I feel like we only get two weeks. That's another podcast. But I just, I, why don't we get like a whole month? Like we we do like October one to October thirty first. Like I don't know. I just feel like we kind of got a little janky month. Like the fifteenth to the fifteenth. Why can't we get? Like, and a I'm whole not month? even sure about that. And that's sad I because I'm a Hispanic person and I don't even know about our month. 
I don't know, I feel some type of way about it, but um, if you want to know my thoughts on it, please at me, slide into our DMs, and I'll tell you all my thoughts on everything. Yeah. So, thank you again for listening, and we can't wait to see you in October. Hopefully you guys have an amazing rest of your Taco Tuesday, and this has been Tacos and Tales.